one time summer camp. And welcome everybody to this one time at summer camp, the coolest podcast that's happening in Studio Three of this particular setting that we're in. Technically five. Actually. We're in setting five. We're yeah, in Studio the, Five. The door said five. Oh, I can't read numbers. Yeah. Uh, studio <laughs> Five. You're from Texas. So, wow, harsh. Um, so, yeah, guys, this is kind of a different... It's a different show for a lot of reasons, but first and foremost, I'm in the same room as my cohorts, Jeff and John. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. guys. Thank you. All right, so... <laughs> um, uh, oh, I didn't write down any of those questions I was throwing out earlier. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Um, we'll talk wow. a little bit about our format here in just a little bit. I'm going to let Jeff take care of that particular uh, thing. But uh, yeah, we're all together here in uh, Burlington, Wisconsin, home of hometown of Tony Romo. Uh, big shout out, Tony. I know you listen. Fun fact. Hey, Tony, um, what's up, bro? Uh, give us a shout out. Give us a shout out on CBS next time. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I might do a couple of these questions since it's such a special day. Um, so for a get to know you question, we'll do this one first. What do you... What are you sliding over here? What is happening? Nothing. Keep going. All right. You're good. Uh, hey, guys. How do you prefer to end your day? So how do you prefer to end your day? I'll start. Like bedtime end your day or yeah. like yeah, well, settle I'll, down? Whatever. I think it's up to you. Uh, okay. Let's see. My name is Aaron Kovac. I'm the former program director of Briarwood in Texas and Camp Stoney in New Mexico. And... The way I end my day, um, I'll kind of go with, like, the routine, like how I go to bed kind of yeah. thing. Um, Katrina and I are usually watching some kind of TV show or movie or anything. Um, and then I'll go upstairs. <coughs> oh, gosh. Quit calling. I'm sorry. I don't know what it is. Um, we, I'll go upstairs. I will throw my phone onto my pillow. I don't know why. I'm just thinking about, like, my day. I do this all the nice. time. Throw my phone on my pillow. Go into the bathroom. I brush my teeth. Mouthwash, face wipe, and then go back in the bedroom, put my shorts on, crawl into bed, and by that point, the pets have usually made their way up. One sleeps on top of the covers, one sleeps under. So I usually <laughs> wait for the one to sleep on. The one that's under loves to play, so I get him to settle down. Then I lift up the covers, and he crawls underneath. Yeah. And then I usually stay there until I go to sleep. Bye-bye. Excuse me. Wow. <laughs> Heard wow. Saw Thanks. Oh, yeah. Jeff also has a soundboard full of amazing effects. So it's how we those. lose our, our, our listeners. Yeah. No, this is how we gain them. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, John. Yeah, what's up? Okay. Who are my you? My name is John. Um, man, how do I end my day? I'll do, like, the very last things that I do. Um, usually get up from the couch after mm -hmm. sitting there with my wife. Mm -hmm. um, yep. My dog hops right up because she knows what's going to happen. Mm. Lucy and I would go outside. We... <laughs> John's making residual noise by sliding a bottle on the table, and I'm telling him to stop. Uh, we go outside, <laughs> and we close down the yard. <laughs> Lucy goes out there, she barks at everything that's not there, and Classic. Um, <laughs> we, she goes to the bathroom, she doesn't have to do it in the middle of the night, we come inside, lock Same. the doors, shut all the lights off, go crawl in bed. Nice. That's it, we close the yard down. 
That's cool. I like, I like that. I like that. What was your question? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I want, like, what was it specifically? Because how I, do you I, prefer to end your day? How do you prefer? Or how do you normally? Let's say normally. How do you okay. normally? Okay, that, that's day? I was trying to figure out. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm Jeff. I'm from Wisconsin. The boys are here visiting me. Um, we're in Burlington, which is not the birthplace of Tony Romo, but it's where he grew up. John corrected it. He was born in San Diego. <sighs> His family's from Burlington. Well, now After we're never going to get the shout out on his He moved <laughs> back. But there are signs all over that say the birthplace or hometown of Tony Romo, whatever. Mm, lying, um, lying signs. That's what I know. So, Welcome to Burlington. Liars. Liars. Yes, we're full of liars. Yeah. So um, how I normally end my day. They smell like beef and cheese. I do. Yeah. So my wife normally goes to bed about two hours before me because she... <laughs> goes to bed early super early um so i'm normally like i watch tv and then the last thing is i do i shut all the lights off in the house um i always load and run the dishwasher last thing just to make sure we've got all the dishes there's no remnants laying around run the dishwasher go to the bathroom go to bed where my dog is always laying in my half mm, yeah. so i always kind of push him then he climbs up and goes and lays on my wife's legs that's where he likes to sleep mm like right on top of the legs. Yep. Um, and then I have to pull the covers out from underneath <laughs> both of them until I get them. Uh, I cuddle up in bed. And then um, depending on what time it is and what day of the week it is and what I have the next day, I normally like to listen to like an audio book or something before bed or like watch a TV show. Um, I try not to like scroll Facebook or social media or anything right before bed. Yeah. Um, also depending on the year, sometimes I'll watch like, I'll finish watching a basketball game or a football game or something yeah, before bed. Good. So I try to watch something, but yeah. And then yeah, I, I did forget to mention bed. that. I like, I usually fall asleep watching something. It's something yeah. I like, I've seen a million times, like a TV show. Honestly, I love falling asleep to cartoons. That's oh. like one of my favorite things. All right. Yeah. yeah. I can dig it. But I'll usually like to get myself sleepy. Like I'll play, like right now I'm playing Harry Potter Puzzle Quest, I think is what it's called. <laughs> yeah, some kind of like match three game. Yeah. It's fun. I try not to stimulate my brain too much with activities. Like, I don't want to play games because I feel like that gets me, like, really into it. So, I'm like, I just want something mindless where I can just, like, shut my eyes. Even if it's a TV show, I will watch it. I'll close my eyes and just listen to the show. Yeah, same. Same. That's why basketball or something's great because, yep. like, you just hear the guys call in the game and you just yeah. close your eyes and then you fall asleep. Um, all right. Bonus. Bonus get to know you question since uh, it's... Bonus. Yeah, since we're all together here. Um of a bonus. What is one of the best purchases that you've made that you don't think a lot of people you know have made? Wow, that's deep. Mm -hmm. um, I'll go ahead and go. I'll, I'll, I'll think of something here real quick. Um, one of the best purchases I've made. Um, oh, man, no. I think a lot of people have this. Damn, <laughs> I should have I thought of an answer to that. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> Terrible. That was the worst. What was um, the best person purchase you made? Best one of the best purchases I've made that uh we don't I don't think a whole lot of people have. Oh man, we have an umbrella that folds like when it folds out instead of in. And so like all the water I don't know how it's like a it's like almost like an inverted umbrella. So like when you have an umbrella like oh, the things fold down, it down. folds up instead of okay. down. 
And so all the water just falls out and you can hold it upside, keep it upside down. All the water drips down. And the one we have is like, it sounds like a night sky on the bottom. It's very pretty. Um, and it's, it's wind resistant and everything. It's really cool. And it wasn't very expensive. I'll, I'll show you a picture, Jeff. That's just an umbrella. You get one that just goes like this. No, but it doesn't. It goes like this. But then all the water's trapped inside of it. But it doesn't get on you when you oh, when you close it, like all the water drips down. Oh. So it does the other way. So like. Got it. Yeah. I understand the problem now. Yeah. I thought it was more of afterwards. You don't want the water sitting in the umbrella and like getting it moldy. No, so no, like no. That's no. why you get one that just goes down. No, 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 no. There's a bunch of things. Like I think about sometimes I buy random things that end up being like very useful that someone's like, oh, what a weird thing to buy. So sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. I'm not surprised by that at all. Dude, like you I seem don't. like the person would buy something randomly with. Mm. It's yeah. It's gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be a problem. Yeah. There's just, a lot of random. Just because you saw it on TV. Just dude, I'm, a, su- I'm a sucker for those TV. things though, dude. I'm sure you are. Flex seal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> those things are great. <laughs> That's how I made my boat. <laughs> you have a boat? Yeah. Nice. No. Oh. Cool. Do you have a do you have a random thing that you have purchased that no one else has that was good? Um, I think I that like was a question. Everybody has this, but I think it's a really important thing to have. Even if you're not going to eat grapefruit, you should have a grapefruit spoon. What the heck is a grapefruit spoon? It's a normal spoon, but it's serrated on the ends of it. What? Yeah, so it's it's a grapefruit spoon. Let me, That's let me pretty get a cool. Picture. I'll show you. Okay. It's very important for eating grapefruit. So you don't have to cut the pieces of the grape. What is that? I don't know what I just put in my mouth. I did not enjoy that. Is it like big red? Minty. That's not mint. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Tea tree? Mm -hmm. Cinnamon. Oh. They're eating a toothpick and they're re- and Jeff's really. It's a flavored toothpick and it's really. It's I, cinnamon. I didn't expect it. It was weird. I don't like that. It tastes like big red. I don't like big red. Big red. <laughs> um. Yeah. So if I ever purchase something that, I think everyone should have that's a good investment. Um. Snowblower. Get out of here. <laughs> Everybody has a snowblower up here. Do you have a snowblower? I'm not up here. I don't live up here. Well, I was very specific in what I said. <laughs> I wasn't listening to what you said. (sighs) Fine. Um, Man. I I don't know. I don't think I buy stuff that's... Unusual? I mean, I probably do. Come on, Jeff. Um, You didn't give me time to think. I literally (laughs) picked you last (laughs) answer to give you time to think. Uh, you know, this is one thing we did buy as a couple. Um, it's an avocado peeler. I feel like they're Ooh. becoming more popular. Ooh. So it has like a, it's got like a blade, but it's not sharp like a knife, but it cuts the avocado. And then it has a, like a three metal blades that basically like get the pit out and it's got a piece to scoop it out too. It's like everything you need for the avocado. It's all three in one little tool. I am just getting into avocados. I don't like them plain, but I like them in guacamole. I'm see, I like guacamole, but it has to be made like it's gotta be good. It's gotta be good, right? Yeah. Um and I've just started getting used to like plain avocado like on a burger or something, just because it's like so healthy for you. And so I'm trying to get used to it. But it's an odd flavor. That's what bacon and cheese are for. I love bacon and cheese. I love a just a 
plain avocado. Yeah. I'm trying to get, like, they're so good sprinkle, for you. Sprinkle some salt on top of it. Yeah. I've also like had salt. Uh, literally, I said salt and put a little bit of lime juice, and it's good. Are but you like, uh, are you an avocado toast kind of person? I would eat it. I don't, like, I've had it twice. You're so extra. I've had it twice my whole life. There's, <laughs> there's so many words I would use to describe John, <laughs> and extra is not one of them. Hey, he eats avocado toast, man. What he I said say? he would. He didn't say he did. Nope, uh, I heard he would. All right, so um, moving on, moving on here. Uh, we have Jeff here yeah. has, I believe, a what are the odds question for us. I do. Which I'm really curious about because there's, op- there's some opportunities here that we don't always have because we're all together. Yeah. We're all with each other. We've had a fun couple of days already. We've hit, we a, have. hit a couple of breweries, uh, actually, and we went to, went to a camp, visited a ca- uh, yeah. Jeff's old stomping grounds at Lutherdale. Uh, so, and we've got some other ones. Did axe throwing? If you pay, it, if you wanted to see that, you can yeah, go check out our Facebook, Facebook page. Uh, so I'm curious. What's our what are the odds? Well, I have one. I don't know if I should do it though, Why? because we already talked about it, and I want to see if I can. Uh, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, it won't happen. I'll welch. I'll welch on it 100. percent I wanted to. Uh, I wanted us to get matching tattoos, and Aaron, oh, yeah. Aaron already turned it down. So I was going to shoehorn us in with a "What are the odds?" And if you lost it, then we have to do listen, it. Listen, listen. It's not. Le- we don't legal. have. To, we don't, we this don't is, have co- to go this there. is coercion. Legal. This is coercion. We don't have to. We don't, that's fine. I just that was my go-to. Look at it. Look how disappointed. Look at you trying to guilt me into this. Like it's I'm fine. Really, whatever. Yeah, oh my god. I'm upset about it. I wanted to get one with you. Um, I'll draw mine on with a sharpie. You need to get. A dozen temporary tattoos that last a month each. I would I would totally do that. And just do that. Give me one of those long-term temporary tattoos. I'll do that. All right. A face one. Yeah. You can't do a face. Lips. I'll do a lip one. <laughs> I don't think that would stay there. <laughs> All right. We got them, people. We got them. All right. <laughs> lip tattoo. Um, no. My what are the odds are. Um, a genius idea. I, we we also discussed this earlier, and I'm going to do it because I think it'd be fun. What are the odds you shotgun a pickle beer? Mm. So Aaron brought us some lovely pickle beers from Texas. We've got a six Martin House pack, pickle beer uh, at home to try, and oh, we were supposed to bring those with. Why, um, Evan? He wanted to try one. Oh, and we're not going back to the house before then. So oh, that sucks. I'll We're talking about our actual plans here. We'll make we'll figure it out. But what are the odds you shotgun a pickle beer? So to refresh memory, if you match with me, you have to do it. But if you two match, then I have to do it. <laughs> you have to say what are the odds, like one in. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'll let John go first. You have to pick a number of your voices. They're both this? over here cheating, saying four. It's four, you guys. I don't believe don't believe his lies. Um, oh God, it's supposed to be loud. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> do you want me to turn Hello? your? I can turn your headphone down if it's yeah, too turn loud. Me down. He had to turn uh, me. Our guy down wanted tonight. it turned up a little bit. Is that good, or do you want it down more? Down. I don't want to hear me at all. Okay, no, that's not. No, this is for everybody. Oh. No, no, I'm just. This is what he hears. I'm not turning his audio down. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just what he hears coming through. I mean, he won't hear us if he turns his yeah, yes. headphone jack all the way. Gotcha. Down. Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so what are the odds? One in 20 is our... So you have to pick a number one in yeah. 20 between there, and then we average yourself. 
John doesn't like pickles, right? 20. Oh, I love pickles. Oh. What, then what's your problem? It sounds disgusting. It's not. If you love pickles, you're going to like this beer. I hate I pickles. No, I'm not even trying to mess with you. If you like, do you like dill pickles? Yeah. You're probably going to like this beer. But I, is it like a sour beer, though? I don't think it's that. It tastes like pickle juice, dude. That's so gross. So John's one in 20. Aaron, what are you? No, I'm trying to get him to realize that that's a dumb one. Shut up. Get out of here. Hold on. on. (laughs) Hey, hey. Aggressive. This is my what are the odds. (laughs) All right. That's the wrong button. No, I wanted that one. Um, (laughs) One in 20. I'll say say 15. All right. One in 15. Just because I do like pickles, but I'm not convinced that a pickle beer is going to it's not going to do it. Know. It's not going to wet its whistle. One and one. <laughs> one and one. All right, so it's one and eight total. One and 16 if you add them up. Divided by two. Eight. <laughs> one and eight. Carry the three. All right, so one and eight. Again, if you guys, if you match with me, you have to do it. If you to match with each other, I have to do it. And I think if all three of us match, then all three of us have to do it. Okay. Okay. Put your hands up here. Because <laughs> I do not trust either of you. Okay. All right. If it's a four, then the number you already said earlier that you were going to do and you match, I'm not counting that, just so you know. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's really only a one in seven because <laughs> you can't pick a four. <laughs> okay. Let's go with this. Let's do it. Right, you guys ready? Yep. Three, two, one, two. Four. Did you guys plan that out that you were going to say that number? Did you say, say two? Yeah, you said you, four. I said four. What'd oh, you, you say? Said four. I said two. I said two. I know you did. Yeah! <laughs> you guys cheated. I think there was uh, some cheating going over I here. I can't believe it. You can't prove it. Oh, I cannot wait for this. <sighs> wait, can we can we roll the footage? From yeah, the, yeah. From the camera. Yeah, let's <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> well, that is unfortunate. Finally, um, Jeff has lost a what are the odds? Yeah, this is the first one I've lost. Oh my gosh. How appropriate. I'm not happy about it, but <laughs> I did this to myself. You don't like losing, huh? No, I really hate losing. <laughs> I'm, real, I'm real pumped about this. I'm not. Hang on, I'm going to do some more sound effects really quick, just so our listeners can experience them. That's what's going to happen right before he drinks the beer. <laughs> this will be after. Why is it after? <laughs> I don't know. I forgot which one this was. <laughs> this one's after. Because you're going to love it. <laughs> no, then it's going to be this. That's because it's a joke. Stop pushing the buttons. No one likes this. I think they do. <laughs> I think uh, they do. All right. Leave, leave a comment. If you enjoy the sound effects and you want me to get an actual soundboard for our podcast when we do it, leave a comment and support. All I need is one person to say it. And no, gosh. Done. No, dude. <laughs> ladies, Just the one. Ladies and gentlemen, please do not encourage this at least, man. We need Evan, at least five. Evan. I know you're listening. Evan. 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 Don't do this. We will leave Shit. you. I'll do that at the end. Oh, I'm going to save that one for the end. Awful. Uh, okay. Save it for the end. It's a good one. It's a good <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that was a very exceptionally awesome. <sighs> what are the odds? Thank you, Jeff. I cannot wait to do a live broadcast of that later tonight. It's oh, going to be great. No. Uh, all right. So... Actually, Jeff, I'm going to have you introduce our next segment here. Yeah. So we have uh, we've been doing this for over well over a year now. We're like 
We're over 50 episodes. Yeah. We're only on like episode 48 of the numbered. We have a bunch of special edition episodes of like mm. that we did. So we're, we're well over 50. Um, and you know, we, we've discussed this and we don't want this show to become stagnant for us or for you as a listener. We want to feel like we have a passion and energy to it. So we've been talking about how we can change it up and tweak it. And uh, we want to experiment with some stuff. Um, I know we hinted at it in the past and we have some ideas that we're kind of mulling over, but just uh, trying to find a way to keep this going and keep it relatable for you as a listener. So um, we're going to talk today about um, kind of the off season and summer camp is oftentimes missed, uh, construed to just be summer camp. And like, that's it. What do you do the rest of the year? Yeah. Like, oh, well, you, you're a program doctor at a summer camp. Well, like, what else do you do? Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's a lot of unknowns about it. Um, so we can clear some of that up. And I know there are camps that are summer only where the program directors do work elsewhere or they have other stuff they do. So uh, there are definitely camps like that. But a lot of us are, we work year round um, or we used to work year round yeah. <laughs> in our case here. Hey, um, now I don't work at all. Yeah, good, yeah. True. <laughs> good for you. True. Good. good for you. You're a dad. Retired. That's Retired. <laughs> oh my God. That's the dream. <laughs> oh, living the dream. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about the off-season a little bit, and there's a few things we want to talk about specifically. I think first, because it is recent in the LOM, the Lutheran Outdoor Ministry Network, we can talk about the, uh, the Lutheran Outdoor Ministries Conference, the LTE. Um, that was just last week as we're recording this. It was up in Minnesota. So many of our colleagues were there, former colleagues. Um, so let's just kind of... Talk about your experience with the conference, with LTE, and kind of what your thoughts are on it. I know we've touched on it before, but I think it's always good to bring it back up, especially because it is fresh. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lutheran Under Ministries was a, I don't know, that was a, that was a big unknown for me going into working in a camp. Um, you know, I, I've told my story of how I started at Briarwood before. Um, and so whenever that fall came up, uh, my... Exec Direct, uh, Phil Jaleski, was saying that he wanted me to go to this LTE, which was part of the LOM. And I was like, that's a lot of letters. I don't what know is, what's going on. What is LTE? Yeah. And so like, uh, so I was like, that's a lot of letters. I don't know what's going on. He's like, well, LTE is the um, uh, leadership training event that happens right before the Lutheran Outdoor Ministries Conference. And I was like, oh, okay. Sure. Why not? Um, We're big on acronyms. Right. <laughs> I was waiting for a good chance to use Golly, that. Dude. I think that was um, worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, the, they do the LTE right before this big conference. And again, really going into this blind, I don't know anything. All I know is that my boss wants me to go to be better at my job. And I'm like, sweet, sounds great. I'm all, I'm all down. And so we go and uh, <laughs> Jeff and I have talked about this before, about being very intimidated going in because you feel like you don't know anything. Oh, yeah. And you're surrounded by what you assume are exceptionally knowledgeable professionals that are perfect <laughs> at their job. And you're just like, oh, gosh, like I am the bottom of the totem pole here. And you that quickly you quickly realize we're all trying to figure this out, right? And we're all here in the same boat. Um, and so the LTE, we've talked about this, you know, ad nauseum, basically. But, like, you can't say enough about it. It did such wonders, not only for that job, but, like, it – the things I learned going to those two year, those two tracks at LTE, the program track and the admin track, helped me in my career period, right? And everything yeah. I do, there's things I learned there. Um, and I can't, for LOM, the biggest thing for me was the networking 
Um, there's a lot of good things there. There's the workshops. There's the camaraderie and um, things like that, even things like the auction, and you learn about what it means to support a ministry that's really like fully funded by support, right? It's not, there's no national funding for it. Um, it is what it is. And so, but the camarade, the, the relationships that get developed there, I mean, you look at this room, the things that we experienced together led to this moment. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Definitely. John, you have anything? Yeah. No, I, <coughs> the big thing for me in LOM was getting to see that there were other camps and that there were other professionals. Um, coming from Idaho, I mean, we, we were three and a half hours away from our closest church, mm-hmm. let alone any other camp. Right. So they, it, they, it was, I would have to drive, you know, another six hours to get to another <coughs> LOM camp. Yeah, and, and and talk with any individuals that might have similar um, things that they they might be dealing with. So going to the LOM event and having an opportunity to continue my education um, to make this a career choice, so that I could solidify in my mind that oh, it wasn't just summer camp. Mm. You know, it wasn't just a job that I did during college and oh I'll do it for a couple of years after. No, it was it was something that I wanted to continue on um throughout my life. And just all the people that I got to meet, again, we talk about it all the time, just how close that we've become yeah. through L O M. And then it's created relationships past that as well that I I think uh, you know, you guys are my closest friends. Mm-hmm. So Oh that's, that's cute. Where's that left? Oh, terrible. Whoops. Terrible, Um, terrible. Yeah. So, I I mean, I I agree with everything you guys have said. Um, I'm actually going to give you guys a little bit of a challenge that I just thought of to see if you can uh, to do this. So, we all did LTE together. Um, Aaron and I did it in 2014. John joined us in 2015. Um, So, my question is. Do you remember anything from the sessions? Like, what's one thing you learned at an LTE session that still sticks with you today? Mm-hmm. I have one. I can go first just yeah, to share this. Yeah, so, um, in 2014, I remember one of the sessions we were taught about interviews and references for individuals. And the speaker told us that when you're doing a reference, if someone calls you about a reference for a past employee, you can only say, Three things. things. You can confirm that, yes, they did work for you. Mm -hmm. You can confirm, yes, they worked for me from this point in time to this point in time. And then you can confirm if they are eligible to be rehired. So two things. One, that was 2015. That was in 14. 14 was the program track. 15 was admin. Yeah, that was 15 because I was there for that one. Yeah, because he was there. I could have sworn that was Because it was what's-her-face from... Uh, oh yes yeah, yep yeah. i can visualize it now yep. so that's in 2015 and um, that i did i did talk to her about it later that is for a work reference so if you're filling out an application you have to see if it's a work reference or a personal reference yep They're so sometimes different. someone will put you down as like who's your past employer they'll yeah. write your name down yeah but if an individual contacts you and says will you be a reference for me that's different yep it's just if they put you down and they're verifying your past employment. Many people will try and ask you more questions. Yep. And I know going into that session, 
was like, oh, yeah, I've answered a lot <laughs> more questions about people. I remember, I remember all of us were like, oh, no, oh, oh no, I've ruined everything. Yeah. So that one stuck with me. Of, I mean, yeah, 100%. you're a program director. How many people are you interviewing? How many people work for you? Like all of these things that you're never really trained on, you're just expected to do and know. Mm-hmm. And it blew my mind. I was like, oh, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm not going to lie. That was the first thing I thought of too, but yeah. I have another one. All right. Um, well, go ahead. I mean, along with that too, is how much can our executive teach us on their own? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. how much can our coworkers, I mean, I didn't have any other coworkers. My executive was the only other full-time person mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. So, I mean, how much can they actually think of to teach us? If they could do it all, then... Yeah, well, they can. Like well, campus simple, campus mean. so fast paced. Like, there's no time to yeah. sit down and be like, okay, this is how you do an interview. This is how you do a reference, a yeah. phone reference. It's yeah. not going to happen until eight months after summer camp, and we're not going to worry about it right now. Uh-huh. Like, there's no time. Well, and you know, they can try their best. I'm not saying that they can't do it. Yeah, but they I, there's just so much. Well, that goes on. We wear so many different hats. That that's the thing. I think when you're trying to hire a program director, you're not usually looking for a human resources manager. You're not looking for a business manager or leader or things. You're looking for someone who does who has a passion for outdoor ministry, right? But the problem is that job, like you just said, has so many different varieties of leadership and training that you have to have on-the-job training for that. And I, I've talked about this before. I don't know if it's on the podcast, but I think that's one of the reasons there's such a high turnover rate for program directors mm-hmm. is you get in there and you're just, you're overwhelmed. And yeah. for a lot of camps, there's this expectation that you're going to be able to do these things and do all of them well. And I think that that's a misnomer because you, you need to be able to train people to be the kind of employee you want them to be a lot of times. That's with any company. Yeah. God. <laughs> 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 um, John, why would you hit that button? That was geez. so rude. I don't have long enough arm. <laughs> we changed spots. Um, you hear that commotion? Um, and what do you got? I think the big, I was, I was really trying to think the same year, 2015, um, Randy. Uh, Randy YT. Yeah. Uh, Randy really hit home with me about um, being stewards of our, of this planet, but like, how not only being stewards and how are you doing that, but it's our responsibility to teach these kids. Like if you don't, you're failing at your job. Like he really yeah. gave me like the, not like guilt, but like, I was just like that passion of, I could feel his passion for this. And it wasn't just like a, this is a good idea. It's like, yeah, you, you shouldn't think of this as a choice. You should be thinking of this. This is my responsibility. How am I going to incorporate this? And he, not only, not only that, but afterwards he was the guy that, I went to and I was like, hey, I, I'm sure you've talked with my exec director and everything, but like, I, I really want to do some of this stuff, but I don't know what kind of resources, like specifically like budget I have behind this to do that. And he's like, well, you know what? Here's some really easy ways to reduce food waste, yeah. to have your kids understand why it's important to recycle, to, you know, all these different kinds of things. Like he's like, you don't have to make a compost garden to do this, but mm-hmm. you can teach them why compost is cool, you know, and you can have a garden. You can do these things like that. I can barely hear that on this, if that makes it feel better. <laughs> yeah, same. Like some air conditioning, something. Yeah. Probably a heater, not air conditioning. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, that that whole, I, I almost remember that whole session. Even even things like, this is kind of gross, but he was talking about, like, water waste. 
you know? And yeah. so like people going to the bathroom, how many gallons of water are used a day at your camp just from the toilet? Right. So he was talking about what are the different ways you can save water? Woods. Yeah. Like there's tons of different ways. And it was, it blew my Maybe. mind. Buddy system. I had literally never thought of <laughs> what did you say? I said name three. <laughs> oh, I said buddy system. He said buddy system. <laughs> um, I just remember doing that. And he goes, what, what are some ones? And I was like, I don't know if it's, if it's yellow, let it mellow. And he's like, Oh, okay. I mean, other ways. <laughs> and my, I was like, it works, right? That is one of them. Yeah. If it's brown, flush it down. There you go. That's yeah. That's very real. Um, but yeah, that that whole thing resonated with me a lot, and it really got me to rethink of my position as a program director. Yeah. Of, it was the admin track, but it really got me onto like a. I don't know. It, it got me thinking more mm-hmm. about like, yeah, there's a spirituality in all that we do. Here's a good yeah. example. You know. Nice. I dig it, John. Do you have one that you specifically remember? Yeah. One lesson you remember? Well, it was it was from that first year as well. The Man, 2015, <laughs> what a banner year. It was year. a good year. <laughs> I mean, let, let's think about it, though. We were all program people. That was the executive director track that year. The administrative Ad- track. Administrative, yeah. that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so our, all of was, our weak spots. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff that... Yeah. Admittedly, yeah. 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 Um, the one thing, it was more of a um, an activity that we did that terrified me um oh is it when we got in a circle we made pig noises at each other (laughs) (laughs) i hate (laughs) confrontation (laughs) no um i hate pigs (laughs) i hate pig sounds no we were each given we we paired up we were each (gasps) yeah given a camp and we were supposed to find Dirt. We were supposed to find something on this that, camp. That was from Matt Kinsvater. That was from Matt Kinsvater down at Luther Hill. Kinsvater led that? He led that oh, one, yeah. yeah. Oh. Because he okay. said, because remember he gave us the challenge? There's a picture out there of oh, me. Oh, yeah. I dare you to find it. Okay. Yeah, okay. So that we were given a challenge to find some sort of bad picture. Questionable. Dirt. Um, media yeah. from from this other person's camp, and I think what the the person that was looking at uh, my previous camp, they found like social media accounts that we didn't know about. They found oh dang, <laughs> they found a scathing review. <laughs> like oh man, they they found some stuff that we just didn't know w- was out there. And exactly, that's, <laughs> that's the right ter- button. No, that's not. it it was terrifying for i mean multiple reasons i I think it it rings home like especially when we talk to summer staff like just because it's the weekend just because you are off Mm. you are not off you leave this camp and you're still representing what we're about here yep goes for summer staff year-round staff everybody um the other thing was like no what's being put out there about you. I was not about Facebook. I was not about Instagram, any of that stuff. And that's where these accounts were. That's where that stuff was. I would have seen that had we engaged those mediums. Um, and, and we did, we eventually, we eventually took those on. Um, but it's just, ugh. <laughs> the stuff that could be out there that you, that you don't know. 
Yeah, yeah that was um, be on top of your brand. That was insane when he did that, and some of the things that were popping up, like we, I felt very fortunate. Like I think the most that we had was some bad Google reviews. I think was the most that we had. But yeah, some of these camps were getting like, mm, I see I someone died at your camp. Yeah, I had a death. I think that's what yours yeah. was. Somebody, oh. somebody died at your camp, and like you would say things here and there, and then you would just see the. It was almost the same reaction from everybody. You'd get the. Uh, yep, uh, yeah. yep, that happened. We don't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I'm like, oh, right. gosh. Like, I feel uh, – I always get super jealous of camps that are super old because they have all those traditions. That was not one of those times I had that. <laughs> thing. I was like, man, I'm so glad our camp's only, like, 15 years old. Woo! Yeah. I wonder how much, like, some of that – the maybe worst stuff that we saw from that activity, like, how much those above them – had talked to them about that. Like, yeah. how much do we share? Oh, hey, yeah, how much is actually known you know, about this yeah, history? Like, how much do I share? You know, we had a counselor yep. die. How much do we share? You know, we yeah. had this happen. You know, I don't think any of that does. Person. I, I think yeah. all of that tries to get swept under the rug. So it can be like, yeah. we, want a new, we want a fresh yeah. start. We, want, we don't want to live into the, that old, like, well, hardship. We want something. We want new. I, I would say, you know, the... I'll, I'll I'll come out and say it right now. Like back in the uh, two, early two thousands, mid two thousands, we had a counselor who was a very um, experienced hiker. Mm. Went out, fell down a mountain. They couldn't. They didn't find him for a year. Oh, oh my wow. gosh! He he had passed away. Um, was it like during summer camp that he did this? Yep. Wow. It was. I mean, it was all it. All that oh. kind of stuff is no matter who it is, it's all over the media and yeah. I don't but yeah. Um we use that as an example every summer of, of you know This is how you have to be responsible. Good, good practices yeah. For, yeah. for hiking and backpacking yep. and we have this beautiful space, but we need to respect it and we need to, need to be prepared when yeah. we go out. Jeez. Anyway. Side. I wanna um I wanna call back to what you said about like posting on social media and stuff like that and one thing that I experienced a lot was that um, we would have staff that were two, three years removed from yeah. camp and they were yep. still posting stuff on social media and it, like on their profile it says, oh, I worked at such and such camp. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing we were always very honest with our staff that once you work here, you are always affiliated with this camp, no matter what. Like you are now a part of this camp community and what you post represents us no matter how many years in the future it is. Like yeah. your social media says you work there, you, you're part of us. So being mindful of that, like, it's, I mean, it's that whole social media world now that, like. Well, and what, what we, what we did, same kind of thing, right? You always represent, but I said, the way we taught it was, you're coming here to work at, it was at Briarwood, you're coming here to work at camp, but it, this is, you're teaching Bible studies, like, you're coming here because you have some semblance of faith, right? Yeah. Um, that shouldn't take a break when you stop working at a faith-based camp. Like your faith should be a lifelong journey. Not to saying you're not going to have hardship and stuff, but people look at you and say like, mm, I know that, you know, Aaron Colwick here is a Christian. Yeah. And so regardless of where I'm working or what I'm doing, there's that moniker on me always. And if I'm not living up to that lifestyle, what does that say about my faith and how is that going to influence this other person? And so that's what we would teach is like, this is, you're starting a responsibility here of your own evangelism essentially yeah that's good yep <laughs> all right well that was a fun episode no, i'm just kidding 
Just kidding. Oh my gosh, that was heavy. Um, that was heavy. We actually we're getting pretty close to the time here. Um, oh, you have a timer. That's nice. I know. I do have a timer, and I'm kind of watching it <laughs> a little bit. Um, so I think next episode we'll talk more about like off season stuff. And one thing we wanted to hit is like. How do you feel your cup? Because there are times at camp when things are just really slow. There's no programs and stuff like that. So we're going to talk about that next time. We'll save it for them. So I want to just finish this episode talking like LOM, LTE, like anything else with that that we want to cover. Um, I mean, we've, we preach regularly the importance of that ministry and how it was valuable to all of us um, in our program director roles and also like our life and our friendship. So um, anything else you guys want to add on there? You know, I would say this isn't necessarily going to be LOM specific. But well, it should be. Well, <laughs> never mind then. Um, <laughs> um, God, Evan, do not encourage him. Come on, um, buddy. Uh, so I would say basically that it doesn't matter what field of work you're in or what type of job you're doing having a network of like-minded individuals that's going to understand your struggles and your grievances and can celebrate the victories that you have that other people might not appreciate is so vital. Yeah. Um, I, I can't, I cannot highlight the importance enough of that type, what that meant to first, the, the first time going into a, a room full of people that when I say, man, I had like five male guitar players on my staff and two female guitar players and everyone was like freaking out along with me. I'm like, right. I know it was amazing. It's pretty awesome, dude. It was, I like, it was, a oops, wrong one. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're cheering. Yeah. Whoa. Um, just getting some kind of group together. So even if your specific job field doesn't have a conference or thing, get some, get some of your peers together and have almost like a group, right? Like a little, like, week like monthly or weekly like life group that you can get together just do something and then be able to commiserate you know make friends yeah that's the lesson <laughs> have friends <laughs> there's your there's your advice from Aaron have friends have a friend that does the same job as you <laughs> that does the same job <laughs> or a similar enough job that, you know it could be considered uh any other stay-at-home dads out there I can hang out with? Dude, I miss first being all, a stay-at-home first dad. First of all, if you don't think there are stay-at-home dad Facebook oh, groups, oh I'm my sure gosh. <laughs> Wrong. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Worse. Uh, are you sure about that? That's really good. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. John, what about you? Huh? What, is, what's, what other passing thoughts do you have? Any closing thoughts? Any closing thoughts? This is your closing argument, your closing debate. What's it called? I mean, in a a closing statement. Closing statement. This is your closing statement. (laughs) My closing statement. Um, Don't mess it up. Always make sure that when you're going to stay at somebody's house, you tell them that you're terrified of spiders and that they don't put you in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are you terrified of spiders? Are you terrified of basements? Both. I'm what? terrified of basement spiders. What? Basement spiders. Are you serious? I am terrified of spiders. No. Okay. But I will say this. I vacuumed it all up you yesterday. You have the best basement I have ever stayed in. Dude, oh, your basement's pretty baller. This. Yeah. 
It's will, very seventies. Like it's awesome when you walk into the play area. It's so retro. It's we, were, so. we were talking. I told Aaron that he would run away with that basement because he could easily make it into like a medieval type. I heard. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the. There's no sound barrier between the basement and the upstairs. So I was in the bathroom and you guys were right below me talking and I could hear every single word about that conversation. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So talking about like, was at the same time I was talking about like if these were just floorboards or if there was insulation? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, no, there's no sound barrier there. Um, Yeah, no, it's, it's a pretty cool basement. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, man. It's dope. It gets really freaking dark. Holy moly. It gets really cold. So in the hot months of the summer when you have AC on, like it is so my jealous. family stayed down there and they're like, Yeah, we need more blankets. I'm so jealous. It was so cold. So jealous. And it's also very damp. <sighs> that's what we have. I did not feel like it was damp down there. Well, that's why we have a dehumidifier like running. But I had that but I had that door shut. It still pulls the moisture out enough. Okay. It's mostly that side is where it gets worse than the side you were damp on. Damp like Texas. Yeah. Texas is not. Yeah, we talked about this. Texas is damp. It's not. Oh, poor Texas. Oh, Texas. You're so damp. All right. Well, everyone, that was uh, this one time. It's uh, <laughs> You're not the host. Get out of here. <laughs> I'll keep this going for another hour. Um, I dare you. Hang on, uh, should I just mute his mic? I can oh, do that. I can I literally shut loud him up. I enough to get your mic to pick me up. I will. Puppet. <laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's our episode for a day. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I hope you kind of like our new format. I'm sure it'll get different week to week to week. Yeah. Well, next week we're going to talk about like yeah. off season stuff or ne- not next week. I don't think we'll record weekly yet. I think we're still on every yeah, other. I don't, I don't know. Lives are busy. Yeah. Um, we're but, very busy. Uh, you guys know how to find us. We've got Facebook. We've got, dang it, Jeff. <laughs> we've got Facebook. We've got that phone number. What's that phone number, Jeff? 262-885-1551. There you go. Leave us a voicemail. We could have played it. You could tie your phone in here. I could have pulled it up on my phone and played it. Really? Yeah. I, guess we'll, I guess we'll do it next time we're here. And we don't have any um, voicemails <laughs> either. <laughs> Call us. Um, we're going to work on some more guest spots. We've actually got some um, We've got some lined up guests that we just have to schedule to get on here. Yes, um, some do. special episodes that we've talked about. Um some more live stuff we've got yeah just we're working on a bunch of stuff so hang in there folks thanks for tuning in uh my name's aaron that was jeff yep that was john here's some special uh music we've got just for you i wrote this (laughs) john's actually playing this live right now all the instruments at the same time one man band (laughs) no 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 (laughs) where's that trombone at yeah Yeah. I'm going to let it play through because I don't know how long this is yet. So What if it's like two minutes? I can cut it out post. Mute our mics. We still have our post Patreon to do. Mute our mics. Why? Mute?
fun time summer camp. Ha 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 ha!